Hey guys, welcome in. I'm Brad, and we are College Sportscast, and we are presented by the Fanboys. Let's go, Brad. <laughs> we are the fanboys. No, no, that we're sponsored by them. Sponsored by yeah, the yeah. fan, <laughs> the fanboys. Yeah, they we are right there. <laughs> Told you. <laughs> now he will be. Now Brad will come in. Now, <laughs> now I'm back. <laughs> I told you it was probably gonna lag. <clears throat> He's a lagger. All right, yeah, I, and it only does that whenever I do the opening video, and, and the rest of the time it usually is pretty good. So, all right, so again, I'm Brad. We're College Sportscast, and we have a special show with uh, with for you guys today. We're doing an SEC tourney preview. And we have a special guest. Hunter um, is with us. He is the Northern Kentucky bracketologist. Um, and um, he on Twitter, his handle is at bracket NKY. Hey, Hunter. How's it going, man? Excited to be on. Hey, man, we're excited for you to be on with us. We're going to do a, a SEC tourney preview as of yesterday. The uh, – the brackets and the seating was all finalized late last night, um, so we have an we have a good idea of you know what the bracket looks like now because it's following stuff. So um, we will we will start with that. Jason is with Jason Harrison, Jason's basketball player, and John Roberts is with us as well. He is an Auburn alum. Okay. Thanks. Well, thanks for having me on. And, um, and I, it's going to be a fun show. Yep. Good. We're excited to have you. And I'm Brad. I got some family that graduated from UK, and I didn't. So, you know. <laughs> <Fair>. <laughs> but I'm a lifelong fan. So we're all SEC guys, and we're excited to have you on and do the SEC uh, preview. So I'll start with I'm not an SEC guy. I went to Northern Kentucky University. <laughs> um, right. I grew up in Ashland, so like three hours east from where I'm at now. Um, kind of grew up around UK, so I obviously follow the SEC pretty close. But um, more of a Xavier guy myself, so should be able to be a little unbiased with everything and kind of give a full preview of everything. Right. And, and we're going to add in as we go. 
you know, he's a bracketologist, so I'm kind of kind of add in some little bracketology talk about SEC teams and stuff along the way as we kind of go through this. Um, I kind of get his expertise on that and uh, the field and where they might land and seeding for the for the you know tournament and, and who can possibly be in, who could possibly be out. That so. Hunter, is there anything before we get started? Is there anything that you want to plug for yourself? Um, so, I mean, I'm doing, like everything's on my Twitter. Um, like I said, the at brackets NKY. Um, NKY brackets is my actual website. All of my seed lists and everything that I post are on there. So, anything you want to find, subscribe, give your email. Uh, no ads or anything like that. So, yeah. All right. So we'll get started with the top four teams um, that finalized yesterday. Um, and those top four teams they all get what's called a double buy. They get a buy till Friday um, into the quarterfinals of the SEC yeah. tournament. Um, so Alabama had already locked up the overall number one seed before yesterday. They played the number two overall seed and lost at home. Um, Texas A&M, they get the number two. Kentucky locked up the number three yesterday by beating Arkansas away. And then um, Missouri beat Ole Miss and Auburn, Tennessee, which opened the door for Missouri to land that um, four seed and the double bye yesterday. Okay. What did you all think about that, guys? Missouri getting that fourth seed. Um, hate to say it, they came back and beat my old Miss Rebels. Well, yeah. old Miss, I'm not okay. I don't know what we are now, but old Miss, uh, wasn't surprised. Missouri, uh, I think shocked a lot of shocked a lot of people this year. I think they shocked a lot of people. Uh, I, I think, like I, I was been saying all year, Coach Gage did a, a phenomenal job coming in and trying to add on to what uh, Coach Martin had left behind and uh. Did what he needed to do. So, and then I also want to elaborate on Kentucky. All the naysayers, everybody who was who was ready to ship old John Caleb out of there and go to Texas and all that, <laughs> I told everybody to relax. It's yeah. early, but I do get it when you have high, high expectations for a program like Kentucky, who's uh, year in and year out has been at the top of the SEC. Only a few times have they, have they been in the bottom. Um, uh, so I'm I'm not surprised. Top four teams in the SEC have been pretty consistent, pretty consistent all year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, to me, the biggest surprise is Tennessee is not in the top four teams um, in the SEC. You know, Tennessee has kind of fallen off the last three weeks of the season or so. Um, so that's probably the biggest surprise. What do you say, Hunter? about the top four yeah, seeds. I mean, Tennessee, I downloaded the bracket and kind of took a look at it this morning once everything was final. Tennessee was really my surprise. I kind of expected them to be like a three. I hadn't really looked at the standings. Um, didn't really expect to see them not with the double buy, um, especially right. with their injuries now. It's going to be hard. They're going to have a tough March for sure. Um, yeah. I haven't been high I, on I think so. Yeah. I don't yeah. like their offense, honestly. Like, I think you've got to have a good offense either far <laughs> apart. I know it's saying that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so so I'll be, it'll be I get. 
I guess my biggest thing, so I was watching SEC Now last night, and when I was watching it, they threw a little tidbit in about Missouri. So this is the first time since Missouri has been in the SEC that they have gotten the double bye in the top four seeds. And I, I thought that was a pretty interesting tidbit last night, and I wanted to relay that as we're kind of talking about this. So uh, – Gates comes in, you know, they had five SEC wins last year. They have 11 this year. They have plus six in SEC wins. Um, You know, so Gates has come in and done a fantastic job um, in his year. So I think so. John Roberts, what do you say to that? Oh, I think so. For the SEC, I think he's got to be a coach of the year candidate. Oh, for sure. I mean, nationally, even I think he's got to be in that discussion. Yeah, I mean, this was a team you really didn't hear much about, you know, and then all of a sudden they just came. I mean, they're just kind of. I mean, you 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 knew about them during the non-conference because they were playing well during non-conference, but when they started playing early on in the conference, it was just didn't really seem like things were were working out completely. And then all of a sudden, it just kind of you know they got a couple wins here. They get a you know they beat you know. Beat a big team here, kind of just slowly, you know, kind of nonchalantly. Really, is what it sounded like. But they, yeah. uh, they, they, they made their way through the, the SEC schedule and uh, didn't seem to get as uh, beat up as everybody else did, you know. Yeah. And so that's kind of where that one came from. So yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, I, I thought a great job. Uh, Kobe Brown um, is. It's got to be, you know, a candidate for uh, SEC player of the year, at least. At least yeah. he's got to be first, first team, team anyway. Yeah. I, and, yeah. you know, they took that, that horrible loss to Kansas earlier this year, and everybody was talking about how soft their schedule was. And I actually think that loss really propelled but them. Right the after that Kansas yeah. game, they beat Kentucky. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like so a week loss. or so it's, later. Sometimes you have good losses. Yeah, yeah like a week, week or so yeah. later, um, mm-hmm. they beat Kentucky at home. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, even like the first of December, I didn't even have them on like Like they were on my radar, but they weren't anywhere close to the bracket. Um, that well, let me ask Kentucky really you this since we're back. talking about Missouri. what Missouri's metrics are still not the greatest. So – you know, as far as bracketology wise, where where do you slot Missouri before the tournament starts? Um, so, like right now, I have them sitting at a nine. Um, I'm kind of continuing to scrub. Had some family things and some weather this weekend, so I haven't had a chance to fully do it. Um, Missouri is right. definitely in that like seven to ten bracket like range. The seven to ten line are super close. I have Illinois as the top seven seed. They're closer to Providence as my last ten seed than they are to Creighton as my final six seed. So I was like just wondering because just so I was looking at some the, the net rankings this morning and or actually late last night I was looking at them and the, this was before they updated this morning, but they were fifty one in net yesterday. Yeah, yeah they're I mean they're forty eight um, today, so they didn't forty eight. Yeah. Okay. All right. Like I said, late last night, so I updated today, but. All right, so we'll, we'll uh, kind of dig I, into the – go ahead. 
Oh, I was just going to say their metrics. I pulled up their, like, team sheet just now just to take a look. Their metrics are still rough. Uh, that strength of record at 16, though, is a big deal. Uh, right. The out-of-conference strength of schedule being 199 is going to hold them back. Strength of record at 16 is really going to help them. Okay. I just out – out of the top four teams, Missouri's the one where their metrics are not quite good as the rest of them, so I thought I would bring that up. Yeah, so we'll kind of dig into the Wednesday night games. These are the bottom four teams of the SEC. Um, you have LSU as the 14th seed, Georgia as the 11 playing each other. Um, then you have South Carolina versus Ole Miss Rebels. Jason, hello. Is uh, <laughs> yeah, um, you know, is is the Rebels going to be able to win a game in the SEC tournament Wednesday night? I'm going to say it right now. We will. Top South Carolina. I'm gonna say we're gonna we, and we're gonna sneak in too. I think we're gonna win this game, and then the next opponent is gonna be uh. So, oh, this is Ole Miss, and we're gonna shock. We're gonna get to that third game, and then you know it's gonna be. You a think you think you'll shock game. Tennessee? You're in Tennessee bracket on that side. Listen, 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 listen. And say it again. Do you think yes? Yes, I do think we can shock Tennessee. I, I, I'm just I'm just trying to throw it out there. I, I do think because <laughs> their guard play. It's similar to our guard play now, yeah. but them losing their point guard for the year, that right. really, really hurt them. They really, really I didn't get a chance to watch the game yesterday uh, against Auburn, but I don't know if it, if, if it affected them any. Uh, uh, going on the road and, and having a score be the facilitator, and I know that's a tough role. Right. Well, like I said, these are the bottom four teams in the SEC uh, this year. So, you know, Georgia made a little noise early on. I think they started three and one um, SEC, um, but they kind of struggled. I think they've lost like their last five or something. Um, and LSU actually non-conference was like 11 and one. And then they lost like 14 games in a row or something. I mean, um, yeah, so they were L not very good when they got <laughs> to the SEC because they got, yeah, the, they got their breaks beat off of them multiple times yeah yeah this is tr true um not good this is very true yeah yeah their, their coach he who is a new coach uh it's going to take a little time to get that roster where he needs it they had zero players in april of last year with the new coach say, they had they, they had zero returners this is yeah the, the i mean it's everybody left when roster. will wade was fired everybody left well, so, I mean, you know, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's the opening on games on Wednesday night. I'm not going to dig into a whole lot with those games. Uh, you know, those are, uh, like I said, the bottom four teams. I do know that Jason is a little partial to the Ole Miss Rebels, and he's probably hoping that they get a win or two in, in the, uh, you know, in the two. conference east. Two, two, two wins. Two yeah. wins. Two wins. We'll get two wins. We'll be just fine. We'll be just fine. <laughs> Move on to another coach. Then I'm going to have breaking news with that because I'm going to have insider yep, yep. information. So, so they're, yeah, they're, looking, they're looking for a new coach. So. All right. So Thursday's games is where the SEC tournament is really going to start kicking in and, and, and start having some real good games against, you know, quality opponents and everything. So Thursday's game, 
um, are the second round games. And the first game um, on the bracket is number nine, Mississippi State versus number eight, Florida. Mississippi State has been right on the bubble, Hunter. Um, and they lost yesterday to Vandy. So where where you know starting before this game starts, is this a is this a must win for them to get in? Yeah. I mean they can't lose to Florida. Florida's not a tournament team. They're not even they're not close right. to the bubble anymore, especially now that Castleton's out. Um, I have them 42nd overall, which puts them the first team not playing in Dayton. Um, that's as of right now. But that, like, Rutgers, Pitt, Mississippi State, all those teams are really close, so they could fall to Dayton before we even get to next week. So they definitely have to win on Thursday. Yeah, so with, you're right. With Castleton out, it, it's it's a game that they – you know, Tulu-Smith has to control this game in the middle. And uh, with Castleton out, and Mississippi State has to find a way to beat Florida um, in this game. My question to you is this. If they beat Florida and then match up and lose against Auburn, because, I mean, Alabama, excuse me, because that would be their next matchup, would they? do you think they get in? Do, does Mississippi State still get in the so, I mean, March they Madness? They can't have their break speed off of them by Alabama. They're going to have to play them at least within like 10 points or so. Um, if they go out and lose by 20 or 25, that's going to kill their metrics. Um, so they right. probably have to do something decent. They don't have to beat Alabama to get in. They got to do something decent though against Bama. Okay, that's fair. I mean, their Mississippi State is one of the teams that's kind of right there on the bubble. So I, I wanted to kind of mention that. Um, with Castleton out, guys, expect Mississippi State to win this game. Don't both of you, John and and Jason, think the same thing with Castleton out? I agree. I totally agree. Uh, I like Mississippi State anyway. I think they're a team that um, that could shock some people because they have great size. They play good uh, in the trenches and they rebound the ball. I, I don't yeah. think sometimes that guard play actually is not the best at times, and sometimes they just don't make shots. And so with that being said, um, and with Florida injured to the big man, it really, really hurts them. Uh, so I think that um, – I think Mississippi State will should get this game, and, I, and I'm gonna go a step further. I wouldn't be surprised if they beat Alabama. I just wouldn't. I well, wouldn't I mean, they they played Alabama pretty tight. Actually, had a, a lead, you know, in in the mm-hmm. in the regular season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I totally agree as well. I think that uh, that Mississippi State. I mean, I would have had them winning this with or without Castleton, but without it makes it, um, you know, I mean, essentially easier, but you know, nothing's easy in this conference. So, uh, but I did, I did think that Mississippi state would be, um, would be my team to pick for the, for that particular game. Right. All right. So then the next game, um, uh, in the bracket is going to be Tennessee, number five, Tennessee. Um, and they're going to be playing the winner 12-13 game versus Ole Miss and South Carolina. Um, Tennessee, again, is going to be without uh, Ziegler. He's gone with the ACL, so they're going to be playing March without him. Um, where, where do you guys think that means for, for Tennessee in, in the SEC 
tournament, much less the much March Madness NCAA. Where, where do you think that means for what them, you know, for them in the SEC tournament? Tennessee is one of You already teams said you that, thought Ole Miss could challenge them, so, yeah. I'm already saying, but what I'm saying is Tennessee is, is one of those teams that at the beginning of the year, you just had so much promise for. You just knew that they were going to be, but you had been saying all along, all along that, hey, Tennessee just doesn't play well. They don't score enough points. And sometimes that comes back to bite them in the butt. Even though I picked Ole Miss, I picked Ole Miss to beat them again, and I do know Tennessee will still get in the tournament. I just feel like uh, Tennessee may have run its course this year. I, I think they peaked too soon. Uh, kind of like UConn did. I think they peaked too soon, and they can't recover right now. But they didn't have some injuries, and so it would be interesting to see if they get healthy at the right time, if they start making shots. That's the only thing to, to cure Tennessee's woes right now, that they just can't score no points. Right. And I've been saying that about Tennessee before Ziegler got hurt. So, um, you know, I have – there's been a few other people on that, you know, Tennessee, which and, – and, and Tennessee earlier in the year I thought was looking great, but they've just uh, – uh, you know, the last month, though, I thought they've kind of – Falling off. Yeah, after they beat Texas, I feel like they. So just, that was like their thing. Once they beat Texas, they were just kind of like that was the peak. What is? Let's go with the bracketology with you, Tennessee. Where are they landing right now, currently? So I have them number thirteen overall. Um, they're sitting on the four line. Um, the thing is, like, I don't know how the committee will do with the injury, um, especially with the injury. Ole Miss or yeah. South Carolina, like, do they bump them a whole seed line or do they leave them up in that three to four range? Um, so that'll be a kind of an interesting thing to find out. Um, I actually think through their March hopes, getting bounced on Thursday wouldn't be the worst thing. Get home, get like a week of practice before they actually have games. Um, I don't see them getting any higher than a four. I don't see them going any lower than like one of the first five seats. I think that's where they sit in bracketology wise. So you think they're pretty much going to be a four or five now after their loss? Yeah, I would say, yeah. I mean, I've got them the number one four seed. Um, if they win a game and have some chaos in front of them, maybe they get to a three. Um, but I'd say a four or five is the most likely scenario for them. And if All they, right. yeah, if they could loss to Ole Miss, they're definitely probably in <clears throat> low four, upper five range for sure. Okay. All right, John Roberts is an Auburn fan, Auburn alum. So our next game is number 10, Arkansas, versus number seven, Auburn. Actually, well, I think this this is, looking at it, is a very intriguing matchup. It is, it is. Because, I mean, look, Auburn has struggled for the most part the last few Wendell weeks of the season. Wendell Green looked great yesterday. <laughs> well, and I said for the most part. So, I mean, yeah. they have time. The thing is, is that they, 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 they've been very good at putting, you know, what is that, maybe 30 minutes of basketball together, whether it's, you know, 
nitpick where your 30 minutes are in a game, but the 30 out of 40 minutes, there's usually somewhere in there about right. a 10 minute where they just go ice cold, start turning the ball over, everything just they're, they're not good. You know, they don't play good right. basketball for 10 minutes. And that's usually where they lose the game. It's in that spot. They did it against Alabama. I mean, again, Alabama's the number one team in the country, number one team, you know, you know, probably going to have that number one seed overall. And Auburn had Alabama on the ropes until that 10-minute drought. Should have been. They did, this with, they did this with, you know, Vanderbilt. They did it with, you know, I mean, they did it with, with, uh, with A&M. They did it with a lot of teams. And so they've got like – four, five, or six games where they've lost by single digits. And generally, it's because they had a lead yeah. for however length of time, lost the lead because they went ice cold for somewhere in the neighborhood of a six to eight, ten-minute drought. So if they don't have that, they're great. Or if that drought is such a very small four minutes or five instead yeah, of ten. If it's it's gotta yeah. they've gotta minimize yeah. that. They cannot right. allow that to get up to the 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 six minute or eight minute or beyond. Because if they do that, they're going to lose. They're well, just, Arkansas they're not, gonna, they're not gonna do enough. Nick Smith and Ricky Council are pretty impressive. Like they're they're yeah. they're pretty they're pretty damn good ball players, like both of them. Um you know, Kentucky yesterday uh, got the best of them yesterday in Fayette, but um, they got the best of, of Kentucky in Rupp, and that was without Nick Smith um, right. when they when they got of them in Rupp. And, you know, Nick Smith, even though they struggled shooting yesterday, the biggest thing, the reason why um, Kentucky beat them yesterday is I seen this stat after the game. A minus dunks because they there was fifteen dunks in that game yesterday. The way between the game. two teams, <laughs> yeah, between the two teams. But minus the dunks, Arkansas according to the stat line was two for twenty on layups. Okay. Mm. Two for twenty. Interesting. That's, that's that's a stat that I've seen after the game. That's minus the dunks now. So Arkansas is probably not going to do that again. Two for 20 on layups is, is beyond pitiful. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I mean, well, 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 you also, they're undersized now. It's not like Arkansas has. They a are. Lot of they have like four guards out there most of the time. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they have good length as far as guards is concerned, but athleticism, the only yeah. one that can really finish at times in traffic is black in council. Yeah. You know, Nick Smith has council. a council. You got to put council, council in there. Council, council, yeah. Council. I'm sorry. Uh, the only yeah. one, um, Nick Smith has a great floater uh, in between game that he uses. He can actually get high from three. But I, I, I think it comes down to skill. Uh, and they're, they're skilled players. And, and let's just throw all stats out. Reese had a hell of a game. Let's just, just put that out there first. Reese went for 37 points. And I don't know when the last time somebody. I, who was the last time somebody went for 30? Was it Malik Monk? Uh, uh, yeah, that, that yeah, was there. Yeah, that Monk. That, Monk, that, done, that, yeah. Monk had 47 one night against uh, North Carolina. So, yeah. When, when you have someone 
who can who can get you 30, you really have a good chance of winning. And Arkansas did not shoot well. I give them that. But I'm looking at this into the SEC tournament. They had been shooting the ball well, and you're not going to shoot well in the, in the arena. You're not going to shoot that well in the arena. And Auburn goes so, as Willie Green goes. Not Willie Green. I'm sorry. What's his first name? Green. What's his name? Wendell. Wendell Green. I just called him the, yeah. the uh, head coach of, 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 of the Pelicans. Uh, <laughs> Green, when, when he yeah. plays well, and, and yeah. John and I have always talked about it, when he plays yeah. well under control, Auburn And not turning plays, it over. Yeah, under control. Yeah. Yeah. He, play, he, he plays well. When he right. gets in, when he gets to try and be this one on one show, he's forgetting. He's like I used to say, "Make you five nothing. You got to make great decisions in the lane. Exactly. You're not getting those calls. You got to be able to drop it off and let your big wings get the tough buckets and let the big guys touch the ball. When he yeah. sits out there and just shoots all the balls, man, it Auburn looks very, very bad when they start going one on one. Only unless they're making yeah. shots, but. For any team, guard play is going to be the key for them as well. Yep. yep. So, yep. Hunter, I want to get to you on the bracketology side for Arkansas and Auburn. Um, let's start with Auburn. Auburn, before yesterday, a lot of people were saying they were close to the bubble, just above like the last four in. Um, did that, that win yesterday, Tennessee solidify their spot? Did it lock them in? So I locked them in yesterday. Uh, not many teams are going to have that win over Tennessee or something like that. So they're going to make the tournament. Um, I have okay. a ten line now, so they jumped a full like five spots for me. Um, they were my they were where Mississippi State is now. Now they're thirty seventh overall. Um, I don't see a way that they miss the tournament now. Um, they have a good matchup with Arkansas, so even if they lose, they're still right. Um, so I mean, it's a good. That'd be a that'd be a quad one a you know game. So yeah. yeah. Um, now, Arkansas. Arkansas's got a funny, you know, they played without Nick Smith for a long time, um, you know, and, and, and accumulated some losses. They finished the year, the season, with three straight losses. But now it was to Alabama. It was to Kentucky. I mean, they, they wasn't losing to, you know, South Carolina, okay? Yeah. Uh, you know, in the conference, um, you know, and their metrics are really high, Arkansas. So where do you have Arkansas? Bracketology? So I have Arkansas on the eight line right now. Uh, I'm leaving them there. Um, I have them. I don't have them like officially locked um, on my page right now. Their metrics are great. But I mean, if they took a 20, 30 point loss to Auburn, it could be interesting to see where their metrics fall. Um, 99.9% chance they're in the bracket. I don't see them falling out. Uh, just okay. like you said, their metrics are great, but they've got some bad losses. Uh, giving them a little bit of a bump with the injury situation they had. Kind of the same thing that we're doing with Creighton in the Big East with right. Paul Brenner. They get a little bit of a bump, but nothing like drastic. Uh, but I don't see them missing either. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't believe if they would have had Nick Smith all year that their record, they would have taken a few of those losses. But you know, Correct. you know what I'm saying. So, all right. Well, well, I just kind of beg to differ. I, I, I beg to differ. I beg to differ. You never know. <laughs> it's all about chemistry now. You I know, know that. Hey, but I, if he would have yeah, been there all, year, I think they would have had a better chemistry. 
I think I think he would have taken away from somebody else because Nick Smith is a guy who's going to shoot you're, the ball. You're talking He's about Ricky Kelsey. <laughs> I'm, I'm just talking about anyone, anyone. I, 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 when when I, I say this, when they went to Rump, Rump, Rump. Rupp, when they went to Rupp, they were the most impressive. They looked great at Rupp. It's like, it's, like a, it's like a combination between Mississippi State's the hump, right? Yeah. And yeah. Rupp. Yeah. Just yeah. The rump. Yeah. All right. <laughs> when, 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 they played, when they played at the Rupp, man, they looked like a total dominant team. I've never they seen ours. They came in. They just, looked great that day. They, they, they manhandled Kentucky. Yeah. Say play. this, Jason. Most teams look gruff. <laughs> this, 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 this is a visitor's home, to, home home place to play. Now you I don't know. know. Rub is it's, it's an historical gym with a and lot. Everybody of wants to come to Rub and have their Man, best game of the year. Yes, yes. You I know that. You. You yeah, know that. Even though I didn't, even though I did, but you wanted to. <laughs> Let's not dive into the past. Yeah, you, 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 okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. Even uh, like you said, everyone. Yes, you're exactly Everybody right. wants, wants to come to Rupp and have right. their best game of the you're, year. You're exactly you know right. that's right. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So in this game, I'm going to be honest with you, and John, you're not going to like it, but I think I'm picking Arkansas. Why? Why would I not like it? I mean, I've, I've, I've picked against Auburn most of the time. I, you, you did. You did. I have to give you some credit. Like, not sitting here fighting. I have you to on give this. you some credit. It's very heckle. You know, you know, he, you know, Jekyll and Hyde. I don't know exactly what what team I'm going to see. Am I going to see a team that's gonna that's gonna play well together and and uh, you know? play for 40 minutes or am I going to see uh, a team where, you know, the guard decides he wants to play by himself? Right. You know, true. I mean, that's kind of the, the thing can that, say you know, what you want, but I think Jason I'm going to talk about this. Yeah. Okay. It's really a toss-up. It's a toss-up. It's, it it's a toss-up. It is a toss-up. But there's going to I promise. Yeah. <laughs> if Auburn plays their best, Auburn wins. Yes. I think Auburn. And it doesn't. Be- and and to right. me, it doesn't matter if Arkansas plays their best. It's if Auburn plays their best, they win. That's fair. That's, All right. So the the last game on the on the second round is Vandy will play the winner of LSU Georgia. Now. I want to start with Vandy. Vandy has won eight of nine ball games. All right. They are up to 18 and 13. They started the year terrible. They took a few bad losses. They recently have a few very good wins as well. Um, so I want to ask Hunter, the bracketologist guy here, does does Vandy have an outside shot? What do they you know? Do they have to win it to get that? Yeah. AQ. Yeah. I think they need or, the AQ at this point. I mean, they've got three Q four Q three losses. Um, I mean, two of those are Q three, one's Q four. But they technically could I get three wins, making it to the finals. So, 
Um, I don't know if you've seen it because I think they just released it a little bit ago, but I think by the time that we get to the final of the SEC tournament, they're going to have already picked the bracket. Everything's going to be they taken will. care of. The Sunday, the, the Sunday uh, hardly, hardly ever exactly. makes anything. Yeah. yeah. And, I and honestly, they, they've got it picked before Saturday's games are all yeah. done. Outside of, you know, again, your AQs that you get from the championships on Saturday. Yeah. You're right. pretty much have picked everybody. So, but it's definitely uh, done by Sunday, for sure. Oh, for oh sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, none but of I was just saying, like I was just right saying, Vandy does have three three games before Sunday. They get Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, so they would have to win three games before Sunday's game to get to the finals. I think if they win those three, they get in. If they win those three, they get in. If they win three games. Vandy, man, because Vandy, you, you got to give Coach Stackhouse and his staff a lot of credit. For Vandy to finish, what, are they finishing the top six? They finishing the top They're six. They're you six. They're six. Yeah. And probably was projected anywhere between 10 and last. In, in oh, yeah. I'm sure of it. I'm sure they were, yeah. So, so you know, that, I, I think it's a feel-good story. I think I think it would be a remarkable feat if they did do Jason, it. Jason, I, I hear you, and I – in my – in my heart, I agree with you, but here's what I want to tell you. This Vandy story feels a whole lot like Texas A&M story from last year. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. To me, well, it yes. feels a whole lot like Texas A&M story from last year. And we all so know Texas A&M. Well, so Texas A&M like last year. It won't be like that again. It won't be like screwed. that again. It won't, it won't be yeah. like that again. They won't screw Vandy. Because of the Texas A&M, <laughs> if, if they win, if, if they win three and they get to the championship, listen, you got to put a meet. You got to put because what's going to happen is you're going to have a team. I'm going to say you might have one of those teams in the ACC get in that shouldn't get in. You might. Yeah. So Vandy, yeah. Vandy, North yes. Carolina, the, the, the winner of the cur- <laughs> of the tournament. Shouldn't get in, but that's okay. You know, that's that's just saying that a bad team found a way to fall right into yeah. fall right into place. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, so I think Vandy definitely gets this Thursday win. I think uh, you know they 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 will beat either LSU or Georgia, and I think they definitely get this Thursday win. Um, and if they do, they will match up with Kentucky on. So then, then we get to quarterfinals. Um, the top of the bracket is Alabama. They would be playing the winner of Mississippi State and Florida. I think that'll be Mississippi State. So do you guys have Bama winning their first game on Friday, or how do you feel about Bama? Well, we already heard Jason say no. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. They win that first one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to so. say it's against. I'm going to say it's against Mississippi State, and I think they win it. Now, it, it's not. I, I I don't foresee any sort of blowout or anything like that. Like I kept calling for it before, and I think they 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 played Bama close the last time they played. But yeah. I would. I I still want to say that it's. It's still just a, you know, a solid win for Bama. Yep. So. Yeah. I, I agree with that. And then 
you know, I want to ask Hunter, is, is Bama pretty um, pretty much a lock to be on that one seed line, you think? Yeah, I don't think there's a way. I mean, they could lose to Mississippi State and still be one seed, in my opinion. Um, I'm okay. in the third one seed right now. I don't see them necessarily falling any farther than that. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. I mean, I feel like Bama should be a lock for that number one seed. Yeah. But since you're on the show with us, and I want to you know, just kind of give you that. Uh, ask you, you about it. All right. Yeah, I mean, and with then what the committee showed the number in February, I don't think they're going to skip out. And, like, I don't think they dropped them. Yeah, they were the number one overall in, you yeah. know, late February there. Yeah. Um, so then under them in the bracket is number four, Missouri. And they will likely be playing um, Tennessee or the South Carolina winner. Uh, so – you know, what about Missouri? Do you think Missouri wins on Friday? I think is they that do. a game? Is that a game the Tigers win? Yeah, I don't like Tennessee to come out of uh, Thursday, so I think they'll win on uh, Missouri will win on Friday. You think Missouri wins on I, Friday? I, I agree. I agree on that. I think oh, Miss right. going to shock some. I think. <laughs> I think Ole Miss is going to shock. <laughs> I think Ole Miss is going to shock. That. I don't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, listen. I'm going down with the ship. You know, even though baseball hey, season in, in Oxford is you're an Ole Miss. Right you're now. an Ole Miss rebel. I can't. I I can't Go fault through, for that, Jason. I, I can't fault it, yeah. you for that. I'm going down with the ship. <laughs> going down with the ship. <laughs> All right, so the the next the next uh, team in the f- quarterfinal bracket is uh, Texas A and M, the number two team. Um, they will be matched up against that Arkansas Auburn winner. Uh, that ought to be a really good game. Um, uh, Friday, in Texas A and M in either Arkansas or uh, Auburn. So, uh, and Texas A and M, I don't get enough credit. Let's talk about Texas A and M. Where do you have them on the on the you know for bracketology? You know, seed line. So I have them as an eight right now. Um, I mean, like I said earlier, that like bottom of the six line all the way down to ten is super close. Just um, don't I, think they have get enough love. They have two Q four losses, and that's going to hold them back. I it I don't like that it does, but it's going to. It does. Um, I mean, those are two. Blemishes well, on their resume. Early, early in this season, they did. They took, they took a couple of losses that they shouldn't have taken. But I'm on sixteen and three since Christmas. They're sixteen and three since Christmas. Yeah, I mean they were they weren't necessarily on my radar before Christmas. Like everything they've done since Christmas got them into the bracket. Um, honestly, even like three weeks ago, what before they played Arkansas, I didn't really have them like solidified in, and now like. They've been locked for a couple weeks now. They look much better. Um, I'll say they go as high as a six, uh, maybe even the low end of the five line if it's really chaotic. Um, I like Texas A&M. So they, I mean, they last year. Run and win the tournament. You think he'd get a five? A four. Possibly. They'll get a four seed if they win the SEC tournament. They'll get a four seed if they win the I'll SEC. give them an outside chance even at a four if they run it, depending on what the committee does. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I'm going to th- – that I'm worried about is the committee may lock that one through four in like on Thursday and the big tournaments may not even be as big of an issue. 
Um, they put something right. out saying that they picked the first like 25 or so teams on Thursday. So if they do that and they lock those seats in and stop paying attention to it, it may keep a and down. But I could see low four, um, like replacing a San Diego State or somebody like that, definitely on the four line, depending all right, I just I'm trying to throw in a little bracketology talk as we're kind of yeah. going through this as well since you're with us. So I, I wanted to throw that I mean, in lots there. Lots of moving parts. That that middle right. of the brackets. Very I just I, I want to throw that in there. I don't think Texas A&M gets gets the love deserved for the for the way that they have played for over two months now. I agree. Um, they're 16 and three since Christmas. You know, uh, Buzz. Had a lot of roster change from, from last year. This is a, a not a completely different team, but a whole lot of a different team from what he had last year when they made that run last yeah. year, and and were and were left out. And they started the season slow because he had a lot of roster change, um, brought in a lot of transfers, and but since then, you go back to a, a right before Christmas. I mean, they've been. They've been lights out. One of the best teams in the country, I think. Yeah. And, I mean, Bart Torvik has them as one of the top ten teams in the country since Christmas. If you go back and look yeah. at it, like, you filter out the non-conference for sure. That Wofford and um, Murray State loss, though, are just going to hold them back. It Rightfully or not. It is. From what we know, it should hold them back. Um, if they didn't have those, we're probably right. three or four seed. If they can stay healthy, they're the, one of the most dangerous teams in the country to play. Yeah. If they can stay healthy, they're the one. I can well, I that. mean, they just – that trap, that three-quarter trap that Buzz does with his guys, they're so good at it. It's not something that you normally see and have to play against. Um, and, you know, it's difficult to prepare for, and it's just – it's tough. I mean, I don't know if that trap, wait. That trap's tough, man. I'm telling you. That trap. That trap is something that they they are good enough to keep you from getting the ten seconds to cross just the mid court stripe, yeah. and then once Absolutely. you do, they'll trap you against the mid court stripe. So that yep, it, it's relentless. It's a relentless trap. So it's like it's there, and you they wait, slow you, you down that you don't the turn. To the NCAA and some of these don't play against that kind of stuff. I'm telling yeah. you, they uh, oh yeah, they they they're tough. So what? Do you guys have A and M winning on Friday? Yes. Yes. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. All right. All right. And then we get to Kentucky, and they will likely be up against or Georgia or LSU. But I think it'll probably be Vandy, and uh, we get a matchup that you know just happened a couple of weeks ago, last week actually, um, at Rupp. Vandy Vandy beat them by two. Of course, Kentucky had beat them in Vandy early in the season, so um, it kind of be the uh, rubber match if that happens in the SEC tournament on Friday night, and it's the late game Friday night as well. So. And I, you know, Kentucky. As far as the bracketology hunter, are they in that six range right now? Yeah, um, I mean, I have them anywhere right now. I've got them well, first seven seed, but like I said, I haven't completely scrubbed everything. I'll finish that up tonight. 
Um, I'd say they'll probably end up right. in the six line. It's all win for sure. Um, I'd say their ceiling's a five. I don't think that they'll have – they'll jump like up over the four seeds. I think those first – like the top four seeds are pretty locked in. Um, Tennessee slipping out would maybe be the chance for like one of the other SEC teams to slip into the four. Um, so I'll I'll say ceiling a five. They probably end up on the six line. Okay. I'm definitely I'm a grown Kentucky fan all my life. So they're they're winning night. They better win Friday night. <laughs> or what? <laughs> <laughs> Vanderbilt might be more desperate. Um, I'd want to play Georgia or LSU if I was a Kentucky Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. Uh, Stackhouse Stackhouse always plays Kentucky tough, and it it will not be an easy game. I promise you that. Man, man, hey, it was an instant classic the other night. <laughs> an instant classic. So I will give you. I'll give him credit, man. He always Kentucky tough, always. I promise you, he does. <clears throat> um, they had Do you know Scotty Pippen Jr. They, they had Pippen Jr. last year. In the last couple of years, I'm telling you, he he would go off for 30 points against it, no matter what, no matter how bad or whatever. Like I'm telling you, since Stackhouse has been there, he always plays Kentucky tough. It will not be an easy game, but I do expect Kentucky to win that game Friday night. It's going to be packed. It's, yeah. Hey, that game will be packed. I know how Kentucky travels, and I know, if I know anything, Vanderbilt will show up that <laughs> night, and yeah. it will be a sea of blue and gold. Oh, they will. <laughs> I'm telling you, it'll be a tough, tough matchup. I know it will be. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. It will be for sure. All right, so then we get to the Saturday semifinals. The top half of the bracket um, could look like Alabama versus Missouri, or it could be Mississippi State versus Missouri. Um, what, what do you think? What do you think the semifinals is going to look like, Don? I'll start with you. What do you think on the semifinals of the top half? So we have who, who are we uh, who are we saying are in the the, the first game here? Well, I mean, like I said, it could look like Alabama versus Missouri. It could look like Mississippi State uh -huh. versus Tennessee. You know, if you thought Tennessee is going to win a couple of games. No. Uh, you know. No. Uh, it'd be more like the Alabama versus Missouri. And, again, it's just, you know, how they match up against Alabama, how Missouri matches up against Alabama. Um, I – I mean, until somebody proves that they can just slow down Alabama to a point to where they they uh, they can beat them, I mean, I'm pretty much going to have Alabama win any of these games. Um, Missouri, I mean, they could do it. It's it's not that they can't do it. It's just that I think yeah. that I've seen more from Alabama than I have from Missouri on a consistent basis. And so, right. even in the face of any of this stuff that's been out in public about whatever's been going on, so I mean, it's it's still I think uh, Alabama's to lose. South so. Carolina girls just won the championship, the SEC tournament. 
That feels like an uh, what something I mean. that was expected to. So. <laughs> Not that, a that, it just if you heard the ESPN ding just a second ago, that's what that was. Yeah, yeah. It's like okay, who's shocked by that? <laughs> Not a, hey, I was shocked by that call. Now I was shocked by that call. Yeah, that was horrible that yesterday. You. By the way, yeah, that, that, that call oh, yeah, was, was yeah. terrible. But, you know, hey. that char- that charging call against Angel Reese yesterday Man. was hor- horrible. I, uh, refs should be fired. Seriously, so the, the game, only thing that I saw, the only the thing that I saw with that, the only thing that I saw with that was that the arm was above the shoulder. Her arm went above the shoulder. She went, she went like this, and kind of went and, and and pushed her out of the way. Now, it's just how the how that. Read. She's supposed but to her go arm off. Was up That's what she's her arm went... doing. Yeah, but you can't push somebody out of the way with an extended yeah. arm, and that's what I happened. That was, was that's it? where the call came from. Yes, I don't like that it's given. Yeah. I don't like that it's given there, but game you know, on letter, that's, that's letter, letter of the law. That arm was extended. Her arm was above her shoulder too, extended and just kind of pushed. The defender out of all the way. Right, all right, let's get back. I shouldn't brought up the shot to make it. I just brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that was my bad. <laughs> Carry on. I, all right. So then, the bottom half of the bracket could be A and M versus Kentucky. Um, it could be Arkansas, Auburn. Um, it could be Vanderbilt. Basically. Um, do we instead, do, do, so, do we agree? It's probably A and M Kentucky. Is that a is that a is that an agreement, or do we think that it could be something else? I I mean it could be I, something else, but I'll say to me, I think there's an outside shot. Arkansas gets there. To me, yeah, that is a possibility. If I would another I like, team besides A, all right, hold on, I got dogs. I would pick Arkansas. And I know J- J- Jason's going to say Vandy. Yeah. No, I'm not going to say Vandy. I'm going to say I'm I'm a harp on the Mississippi State matchup. The Mississippi State to me is a bad matchup for Alabama because of the inside play for, for Alabama. That's yeah. all I'm saying. I think they yeah it, Alabama, and I think be. they have the length. They have the length. They have the length. And, and, and the strength to disrupt what Alabama likes to do. They match they up do, with I agree. From a guard I'm just side, not sure they, that Mississippi State up. has the – they have the outside shooting to beat them. But they'll get close. I just think I, – I just think that it, you just have to play one complete game. Yeah. If you, if you beat Alabama, that catapults you. And so my right. SEC tournament uh, champion will probably be Texas A&M. I just think Texas they're A&M. hot right now. I can see yep. Texas and them steamroll. They get a couple days to rest, and then, you know, Buzz Buzz will have his team re- now unless they come out flat. Another team is hot, done one two in a row. That's the only reason I see Texas and them losing. But Texas and them has a chance to make a deep run into the NCAA tournament. A deep run, even though Alabama does too, because they yep. have star power. I just said, like I said, when John got up. I, I agree with you. I actually, I actually have, I actually have A and M winning it. So I feel like that's a that 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 I agree with you on that. So, 
you have A and M winning the tournament, so that's where we're at. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like that's yeah, A and M wins it. It's possible. I think it's possible. Um, Hunter, you think of that? Where, where do you? Who are you leaning towards I think, for the SEC? I think the here? winner of the bottom half of the bracket wins it. Um, either A and M or Kentucky. I mean, if Reeves goes off for forty against A and M, like Kentucky yeah. wins. Um, I don't love Emma. They haven't played right since all the news. Not going to get into all that, but I mean, they just haven't right. looked the same since. Um, so I think the bottom half of the bracket's going to win this. I have Bama getting to the championship and then losing to either Kentucky or AM. Um, do you know anything about Case and Wallace's status or anything? So I expect Case and Wallace to play Friday night as of right now. Um, but, you know, is there uh, is there a small possibility that hold him out because of an extra three days or whatever for um, March Madness? Yeah, I think it is. And if they hold out Case and Wallace, then I'm, Kentucky's not getting to the finals. They might yeah. win Friday night. But they're not getting to the finals without Jason Wallace. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'll take the winner of the Friday night or the Saturday um, second uh, final semifinal for the uh, champion. Winner. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's so you I know I mean if I think Wallace is there, they win. Yeah, I think that uh, Bama does probably get to the finals. Um, I do think that Mississippi State is kind of a bad matchup I, I with Jason on that but I do think Alabama has enough to beat them but I also think that the Missouri matchup depending on how hot Missouri plays and how fast they play I think Missouri right. would have a chance to knock them off but I would, would pick Alabama in game in that game um, and then you know, I would be I, I would be elated if Kentucky could win the SEC tournament. I think if they could win the SEC tournament, there's an outside chance they could get a four. <clears throat> outside outside chance. chance, yeah. They might get Especially a five, be a five. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> but I think there's an outside chance they might get a four if they were to win the, the SEC tournament. Now, with that being said, before I move on that, I gotta say this. I'm kind of they are. I'm kind of being a six seed, really not great about being a four or five seed. Five seed I don't like at all. And I'm just gonna be honest with you. And that's because you're gonna have teams like Old Roberts, Drake, and stuff on that twelve seed line who are really, really good teams. The old twelve five upset. Yeah, I'm I want. You, I mean, for Xavier, like I want them to stay a four. I can't. I don't stay want to stay off the five seed line. I would even like the four seed line. The the four thirteen sometimes is not a good seed line either. But the five twelve is terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I would much rather stay off of that five seed line. Four or six. I'd rather be a six. To be honest with you. Um, so. Does that play the thought process with the Case and Wallace thing? You know, I'm not sure. With the team, yeah. I'm not sure. 
Yeah, uh, you know, so, all right, bracketology-wise, we, we've kind of run through it as we've went. Uh, I think we've hit all the teams. We even talked about Vandy and what their chances yeah. might be. We've talked about Mississippi State. We've talked about Auburn. Um, and and they had locked themselves in uh, after yesterday. Uh, that, that only To me, that only leaves Mississippi State and Vandy that may or may not get in. Is that right, Hunter? Yeah, I mean, Mississippi State's the only team I'm really, like, that's on my, like, team sheet right now. If we get to Friday or Saturday and we're talking about Vandy still being around, we'll have that conversation then. But Vandy's still pretty far out right now. Right. So you think, as you know, do you do you have Mississippi State still in right now for Ames? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have them in yeah. right now. Just they're, they're not, like, solidly in. They're still kind of shaky. At what point does uh, Mississippi State being kind of on the fence, being in, on the bubble being in, become uh, solid being in? To be you know, completely right? like solid being in, they don't look <laughs> Yeah. Like I'm probably not locked in. Maybe Bama, I'll lock them into the bracket. As a okay. Player. I was just kind of wondering like exactly because I mean like we're, we're talking about, you know, you know, again, a lot of the a lot of the people, or or, or the uh, the committee going ahead and locking up their 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 picks into the uh, into the tournament early, and then yeah. the fact that you know Vandy, the only thing that we were t- you know thinking that they would be to get in is that they have to win it and yeah. get the uh, the AQ. So I was just kind of figuring, you know, what was where was Mississippi State and yeah, they do have to run against Bama. So if they beat Bama then yeah, that makes uh yeah that makes total sense. Go ahead and lock I mean, them the, in. The and that's what game that's game two for them, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean Florida's just not gonna be a good win. Uh, unfortunately like Castleton not being there, nobody's gonna look at that. It's a great win. Right. Um, it's a game the, they must the, win though. Yeah, yeah they gotta so win they it because if they if they, they lose it, it that's not that's not yeah. good at all. I'm here to state the obvious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. What other questions y'all got for me before I hop off? I, I think as far as bracketology stuff, do you guys have more bracketology? Questions for for Hunter? At what point do you have Auburn? Um, I have them, like I said, I haven't completely looked over everything today. Um, I have them balancing right between the 9 and the 10. That was just like my gut reaction. Right. I don't okay. think we'll move up above the 9. Yeah, that makes sense. But he did say sense. he locked them in after yesterday's win. I, I did lock, and that that's yeah. I mean, good. if they would have won either of the last two games, that would have been a lock into yeah. the game, uh, in, into the into the dance. And so, um, losing the seventeen point lead to Alabama was not a was not ideal. Um, yeah, I was ready but, to lock them with that. Yes, and I mean yeah. they would have been locked in at that point, but then uh, they went ahead and took care of business with uh, with Tennessee. So, believe we'll now they're locked in. All right, Hunter, we appreciate you being on with us. Uh, we, we do have a couple of things to to finish up, but uh, you being on with us, we're going to let you go. We've wrapped up our SEC preview, and uh, we've talked about the possible winners. So we 
Appreciate Hunter being on with us. Remember, this is uh, Bracket NKY on Twitter um, and Northern Kentucky Bracketology. Northern Kentucky Bracket, I think, is his website, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, just hit me up on there if you want anything. Um, I'll have all the notes that I had from SEC stuff up here in a little bit. Um, and just follow Cool. Along. Thanks, guys. And I will, right, I will put this on and – Tag, and tag you in it and stuff. We appreciate some retweets and thing, and we'll put it in some groups and stuff as well. So, sure. all right, I'll do the same. Thanks, guys. All right, all right. Appreciate Thanks, it. Hunter. See you guys. Bye. All right, guys. That was pretty fun. Always enjoy talking SEC, SEC basketball. We Hunter um, being on with us for our SEC preview show. So I do have a couple of things here that I kind of wanted John and I on uh, Thursday, and I kind of want to give an update. Okay. Um, I think we both picked Kentucky. Is that right? Yes. I think we both picked Bama and lost. <laughs> Yes, yeah, I, I haven't we, even looked at who, who who won or lost. Did Bama lose? Yeah, Bama. Texas A&M beat them. I did not. I did not even. Yeah, wasn't even paying attention. I, that's that's how. That's I how picked Auburn. Did you pick Auburn? Actually, I picked against them. I I, I said it was going to be like a two or three point game, and that's it was going to be. Uh, I yeah, picked I Auburn. I also picked Texas. John missed that one. He picks. He picked Kansas. Kansas I picked. Yep. I picked Miami at home, and I got that. And I'm not sure if John picked Miami or not. Nope, picked Pitt. Okay. I picked UCLA, and UCLA won. I got that one right. right. Yep. Uh, I also picked UConn over Villanova. And today, Houston hit a last-second shot to beat Memphis 67-65 um, before we come on. So, I picked Houston. Wow, that Didn't was I? terrible. Didn't I pick Houston? <laughs> just I just realized that was terrible. So we did we did eight games, and I think the only game that I lost Alabama Texas A and M game. The Alabama Texas A and M y'all picked, so you didn't go with Texas A and M. No, I went with Alabama. <clears throat> mm. At home. Ooh. I know it's the only <laughs> game. Hey, I went seven and one, man. So, oh, well, uh, hey, yeah, you need, we yeah I went, I went seven and one out of the basketball games. And I will say this so, and I was going to try to do a quick update. Um, so I'll, I'll come back to this. I, I, there is four more games that I picked. Um, I picked the OVC, the Big South, the Missouri Valley, and the Atlantic Sun winners. So, I want to do an update on that before we go. But, John, if you want to do an update on the baseball picks. Yeah, so uh, we did a neutral site, just a one-off game, Ole Miss versus Maryland. We both picked Ole Miss. Uh, I think we did a series between Arkansas and Wright State, and I believe we both picked Arkansas, and that is uh, so far that's held up. Um, UAB, Notre Dame, I think you picked Notre Dame. I picked UAB. Uh, UAB lost the first two games. I think they either won or they 
they were winning today. I don't know if they finished that one out yet or not. Uh, but no game ended up winning the series. Uh, South Carolina and Clemson. Um, I think you picked South Carolina to win the series, or did you pick Clemson? I picked South Carolina to win okay, the series. South Carolina won, yeah. the, won the series. They lost uh, – I think they dropped the game one at Clemson and then won the second one at – in Greenville, and then one today in Columbia. So that was a three different location um, series. They played in three different spots, and I kind of was hinting that that could be the case, but didn't know for sure if that was how that series was going. Um, we had Miami at Florida. Do you remember what you picked? Because uh, I can't remember what you picked. I think I picked Florida. Florida, okay. Florida did win the series. Uh, they dropped game one and then won games two and three. I believe that's how, how that worked out. Um, Southern Miss and Dallas Baptist. I believe Southern Miss won the series against uh, against Dallas Baptist. Uh, we, played, uh, we picked a one-off game of Texas A&M and Louisville. And I believe that was in, a, I think, the Shriners Classic, or it's one of these tournaments. And I uh, believe, did you pick Texas A&M on that one? Texas A&M versus who? Louisville in a one-off game. It wasn't a, it wasn't I think a, I one picked of, Louisville, didn't I? I don't remember. I know that I picked Louisville, but I don't remember what you I picked. I think I picked Louisville. Yeah. I'm anyway, pretty sure I picked Louisville. Louisville won. So, um. Then we uh, we picked UC Irvine versus Arizona State in a series. Uh, UC Irvine won the series, and then we picked Texas uh, at Cal State Fullerton. Currently, that series is tied one-one with the rubber match, a three-one lead for Cal State Fullerton. So, all right, um, don't have. I think they're in the looks like they're in the seventh inning right now. It's a three-one lead for Cal State Fullerton. So, if everything holds, then Cal State Fullerton will win the series. And that is the uh, the baseball, baseball update. Picks. Auburn Auburn swept Lipscomb. They were down three to one today and hit a three-run bomb in the bottom of the eighth inning. To go up four to three, and then right. held on in the ninth. <laughs> okay, so the my picks for the conferences, I picked Moorhead State in the OVC, and they lost and and did not win. Um, Southeast Missouri State won the OVC, so congratulations to them, first time since two thousand. Um, the Big South, I picked UNC Asheville, they did win. Um, in the Missouri Valley, I picked Drake, and Drake won today. I did win that one as well. And then the Atlantic Sun just ended as John speaking. They called a foul with with nearly no time on the clock, less than a second. Uh, the game was tied 66-66, and they went to the free throw line, hit the first, and purposely missed the second so the time would run out and Kennesaw State beat Liberty 
and Liberty was like 28 and three or 28 and four or something. I picked Liberty to win the Atlantic Sun. Kennesaw State beat them by one, 67 66 from the free throw line. So those were our picks. I got two of the four right on the conference winners. Um, almost got three with Liberty, but that didn't count. So I got two of the four. Um, and then quickly, I'm going to run through. There are 10 conference championships coming up Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Smaller conferences um, starting tomorrow on Monday, the SOCON finals. Um, I am going to go ahead. They are playing right now in the second half, but they're up 18. I'm going to go ahead and pick Furman to win the Southern, the SOCON finals um, tomorrow and to get that automatic bid. And then also tomorrow is the Sun Belt. And uh, I, I want to – they are also playing right now. My the, guy, the team that I'm fixing to pick, they are in the second half and up about 11. So I'm going to go ahead and pick them. I'm going to pick Louis, the Raging Cajuns um, to win the Sun Belt. That's going to be my two picks. Jason, I don't know if you want to chime in on any of this or not um, on, on any of the conference picks, but I'm going to kind of run through and, and make my own picks on the conference championships. So I'm just going to give you the floor for a minute. Do you want to chime Go in ahead. on any of it? Or? No, no, I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening. I'll chime All in. Right. Go ahead. All right. And then on Tuesday, um, the Colonial – is the final and the two best teams in that conference are College of Charleston and Hofstra. Um, they actually tied. College of Charleston has was ranked earlier in the year. They lost two games to Hofstra this year, so they're they're twenty eight and three. Um, and I'm hoping that College of Charleston gets a little bit of revenge. And I'm going to pick them to win the Colonial over Hofstra, um, even though they have lost to them twice. Um, but College of Charleston has got some shooters and a good offensive team, and I'd like to see them in the tournament. So I'm going to pick them in the Colonial. The Horizon is Tuesday. I'm going to pick Youngstown State to win the Horizon League. Um then we have the uh, the Northeastern Conference, and this one is already done. And the reason why it's already done is there is a first-year team that's finals for Division One, and they are not mm. available to win. So the, we already know who's getting the automatic bid this game. Uh, Fairly Dickinson is getting the automatic bid in the Northeastern Conference. So I'll go ahead and mark that one down. Um, time, and then, out, time out, time out, time out, time yeah. out. Why do we punish first-year participants? I don't. They did the same thing to Bellarmine last year. I mean, they did the same thing to Bellarmine last year. If we did away with the transfer rules and we're yeah. starting to pay players, yeah, I agree with you a hundred percent. I'm just going by the rules. Fairly Dickinson, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're you right. Know, you're right. I'm, they I'm they get the that. automatic bid even if they lose. 
to Merrimack. Yeah, Merrimack or something like that is the name of the school. I wouldn't even play the game. Um, I, if, if I'm them, I don't even play the game. I don't even yeah. play the game. I mean, you know, the get somebody hurt. Yeah. Right. It don't even matter. Seriously, it doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter. They they have a game to play on on uh, Tuesday night. Mer- Merrimack, I think, is the name. How you pronounce it? Um, but even if they lose, they get the automatic bid. So. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so, I would I would let all my my walk ons. Guys who don't play, yeah, just get just give them hell. Roll roll it out and be like, guess what? You guys get to play in a championship game. How about that? Yep. You give them hell. Playing the championship, I'm going to guarantee you playing in that championship game. Guarantee you go. Roll. I'm rolling it out. You're going to play, and by God, guess what? You're not sitting. Yeah. I agree with you 100. But, I agree but, with but, you. But I, I understand why they have to play the game. I'm just saying, yeah. you know, in all logic. And, and, of course, I know they want to win it. They want to – no matter right. what, you still want to go out as a champion. You want to win the conference tournament. You want to win a conference yeah. tournament, no doubt. I'm not going – and I'm not discrediting that. It just – to me, it just – it takes away. You know, just because if you win, you're still not going dance. And so, right. at least – are they eligible for the NIT? I don't know about that. They're okay, not for the NCAA. I think they're. I think they're like not eligible for any post. Anything. I don't think so. I don't know why they do that. Like the conference. They did the same. Bellarmine won their conference last year, and they didn't get to play the tournament last year. It's done. All right. So then the Summit League is is gonna their championship is Tuesday night, and Oral Roberts is like twenty eight and four, been the best team in the conference all year long. They probably will be a um, twelve, one of those twelve seeds. They have a really, really good team, um, and one of those dangerous twelve teams. Just to be honest with you, I'm picking them to win the summit, and then uh, the West Coast Conference between Gonzaga, Gonzaga, and St. Mary's. The championship is Tuesday night. You know, and this is an even one. This is a big one. Um, you know, gosh, you know it. it Everybody knows it could go either way. I'm going to pick the Zags. I'm going to I'm going to lean towards Mark Few, even though and Drew Tim, um, even though St. Mary's could very well win that game and win the conference. But I'm going to go with Gonzaga in that game. And then there's three games on Wednesday night, or not three game. Well, three conference finals on Wednesday night. Southland, I'm going to pick Texas A&M Corpus Christi. The Patriot League, I'm going to pick Colgate. And the Big Sky, most people have Eastern Washington University. They are the number one overall seed. I'm going to pick the number two seed in this conference. I'm going to pick Montana State to, to beat them and to win the Big Sky and to win that automatic bid to the NCAA tournament. Those are the early conference winners for this week. There are 10 of them between Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And then we do not have any more conference winners until Saturday, Um, you know, next Saturday. We will have another show before next Saturday. I do plan on doing some picks either Tuesday or Thursday night. Uh, probably Thursday night because we're doing a baseball show on uh, Tuesday. So I'll probably do it Thursday night. 
and uh, make my picks for the rest of the conference championships and those automatic bids. So I don't know if you guys want to chime in on any of the conference picks or not for the basketball, but it's just something I wanted to throw in and and have a little fun with. Yep. All right. I got a bunch of dinging going uh, on. Part of it's me. Like, one of them's me. One of them's me. One of them's me, too. So, yeah. So, uh, no, I uh, – I was giving you the email of our uh, of our guests for for Tuesday, so oh yeah, that was the uh, yeah. Well, uh, I was saying so. I'm in a group chat with a bunch of basketball people, and right now now for the March Madness, and that game that I was talking about between Liberty and Kennesaw, how it finished. I think they're and then talk about about that. Yeah. So if you're hearing a bunch of dings, I think what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so on yep, uh, Tuesday, Tuesday, our we will be having a guest from the sixty foot six inch LSU pod. His name is Chris Demoy. I believe that's how you spe- uh, you you pronounce his name. Is Chris Demoy? He was on the ninety seven LSU national championship team. Baseball uh, has a podcast. Yep, for baseball, Uh, has a podcast. I think he has based himself out of uh, out of Baton Rouge as well. So I think he actually lives in Baton Rouge. And um, so we're just going to talk LSU. We'll talk SEC. uh, Make talk a little bit of college baseball as a whole, but um, really LSU. His time at LSU as well. Just kind of getting a gauge of, you know what it's like for a D1 baseball athlete, you know, playing. Cool, cool. You know, because that's getting behind the scenes of, of certain sports, you know, I mean, like, because at any given time, if Jason wants to talk about what it's like being a D1 athlete, it, you know, from, you know, it's going to be about the same era as, as Chris here. Um, he can easily chime in on what it is that he, you know, what it was like for him as far as class schedule, you know, practice schedule versus, you know, what it was like on the road. You know, did you spend the night on the road? Were you just there and back? You know, kind of all that stuff. I was mean, it you bus got, rides? Was it plane? Yeah. Flights, you know right, I mean? right, right. Yeah. See, he's got, he, he at least could say that for being a, a, a SEC basketball player. Well, Chris right. will be able to chime in and tell you about being an SEC baseball player from about maybe two, three years before you got started. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, I can easily tell you what it was like about two, three years after you left. Mm, you know, right. so being at Auburn, you know, kind of during that time. So, um, and then I've got uh, I've got some other contacts later. We're going to try and see if we can't get some, you know, maybe maybe figure out a way of getting some current what it's like now right so yeah absolutely but we're excited to have uh, chris with us uh from the 60 feet six inches lsu pod yeah Um, that's it yeah and uh, we're excited to have him be with us tuesday night we'll be doing a baseball special um i'm not sure if we will do anything other than that on tuesday night we may just hold it to a baseball special 
um, you know, with Chris. So why not? Why not? Why not? Hey, we got a guest yeah. in. Right. Let them flow. Yeah. Let it flow. Yeah. Let it flow. That's right. That's right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we appreciate you guys being on for our SEC tourney preview. We appreciate uh, Hunter being on, Northern Kentucky bracket guy being with us and kind of helping us out with that and doing a little bracketology along the way for all the SEC teams as well. So, again, Tuesday night, we will have uh, Chris with us from the 60 Feet 6 Inches LSU podcast, do a baseball special. He's a former LSU national champion baseball player, 97. He may have been on the 96 team too. I think they won the championship back years. Pretty have sure. I don't know. Look, but I know, I don't know. they won it. I know they won it in '97 because they beat Bama in the in the I'm finals. I'm pretty sure I was looking at their. I think they won it in '96, '97. He may be a back-to-back champion. It so could be. We're excited to have him on, and we will see you Tuesday night for that special. Mm-hmm. See you later, guys. Y'all have a good night. Peace.